Listen, you know why you here, and I know why you came. Let's not play no games and get straight to it. This is the power of the vessel. Hey, glory be to God, man. Glory be to God. Today's a good day because you created it to be. You will be exposed to every blessing that you're supposed to touch today, and I pray God stops you in your tracks if you try to bypass it. Man, let's keep it trill, though. Let's keep it trill, though. Isolation get a little boring. Isolation get a little boring. But it's worth it. When I first started being in isolation, I thought I was being in trouble. I thought I was under attack. I thought I was in detention and was praying that somebody else got in trouble just to join me. You feel what I'm saying? But then I realized I'm not in detention. I'm an honor student. That means I got to be in honor class. And I'm praying that somebody else can join me. Man, y'all know the vibe, man. I got to keep it real with y'all. I got to. It gets a little boring. Today, I took my own walk. I ain't take my dog with me. I ain't take my dog with me. I just wanted to take an ease stroll. I, I wanted to stroll without no issues because he liked to stop and use the bathroom everywhere. But today, I just wanted to talk to God and just walk with God with no distractions. You feel me? I wanted to isolate myself because I see the benefits of isolating myself. And then I came back home and my dog was crying. And I was about to put him in isolation so I could do this podcast. But because I know the feeling of being in isolation, I said he could join me today. He could sit up in here. He just want to be in my presence. I know what it feels like to cry out, to be like, God, I just want to be in your presence. I don't want to be by myself. So, yeah, he gets to sit up in here today, disturbing my peace. But it makes me feel good that somebody wants to be in my peace. You feel me? When you look at it at that aspect, it's like God just wants you to be in his peace. He's isolated from his creation because his creation wants to be isolated from him. And he cries out to be like, dang, can I be in y'all? Can I be in y'all presence for a few seconds, for a few hours? Y'all know y'all time is way different from mine. An hour for me is like, you know, a few a few days. Glory be to God. That's why I love it. It has its downfalls, but it also has its ups. It has its cons, but it also has its pros. When you're in isolation and you're in peace, you could think about things you never thought about. You could ask God questions that you never thought you would receive the answer to. You feel me? You start seeing the blessing that you didn't think was a blessing. For example, when we say we're in our wilderness, we start to feel bad. We start to feel like, oh, God is about to test me. But just being placed in your wilderness is a blessing within itself. Because that's showing that God is trying to train you up to walk with him and bring you somewhere that nobody else can bring you but him. If God has you in your wilderness, it's like God really cares about me to isolate me from the other people that's being held in captivity. To help me be free from this bondage that man has placed upon me. You feel what I'm saying? And as as you walk in your wilderness, as you're being isolated, as you're being tested, you can still ask questions. See, that only becomes a test when you fight against what God is trying to do for you. But if you just go with the flow, it's no longer a test. It's no longer a test. It's actually a walk towards your salvation that you should be rejoicing and being glad with. If the people out of Egypt knew this, everybody would have made it to their promised land quicker 
Then they got there. They had to take a side route because they kept complaining and being impatient. And God was like, I got to train them more. But once you understand the keys to success, you gain the access that you require. You gain the access that you require. Man. Man, I be sitting here in isolation asking God all types of questions. Just getting all types of answers. Getting the big wow. Getting the big wow. You know what I'm saying? Just be sitting there. But see, this is where the downfall comes in with isolation. Because God is answering your questions, you get so excited, and you be like, I want to tell somebody. But then you really ain't got nobody to tell. You feel me? And then you be feeling like, well, I don't want to disrespect God and ask God to give me some friends. Because I don't want him to think that I don't want to just walk with him alone. But then you start thinking, hold up. He said, many are called, but few are chosen. So I know there's a few people out there that's walking with God too. Maybe not on the same path as me at the time, but I know in time we'll connect. And then you start getting excited again. And then you finally find people that you could talk to and relate to and realize the things that nobody else want to understand. And now you're not just in isolation by yourself. You in isolation with others. And then you no longer feel like you're in isolation. Even though you're still in isolation. And now you can have a conversation with God and them. And now with two or three together, God is in the midst. And now you feel like you're in a garden. Isolated from the other parts of the garden. You feel me? It starts becoming beautiful. When you understand how beautiful the world really is. Because you got away from that tarnished mind state. That the world is ugly and against you. And everybody's trying to backstab you. You understand the term faithful are the wounds of a friend. You start to embrace it. You start to want people to cut you just to see how fast you can heal. Glory be to God. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Because I understand if they're trying to cut me, God is allowing them to cut me for a reason. But it's not going to cause me pain because I know I can heal myself. So the wounds will not stick as long as I used to stick. Now that I know I'm in charge, how long I want the pain to last. Glory be to God. So many questions been answered since I've been in isolation. For example, aliens. I said, why are we afraid of aliens? Why are we afraid of aliens? And he said, man is always afraid of themselves. Because when they find themselves, that means they have found me. And look how the world fears me. Glory be to God. They don't understand unity. There's that one group of people that loves division, that loves to run away from me, that doesn't want to be unified with me. So anything that I have created and embraced, they hate. Think about it. When they was going to see the glory of God and God was coming in that cloud, they told Moses, no, you go talk to him. We don't want to see him. He, he scares us. Don't ask us to do this ever again. And that's what happens. That's why they call real life supernatural. Yeah, because you see how super powerful you really are. They don't, they don't like superheroes. They always try to turn the superhero into a villain. Unless that superhero bows to their desires and their needs. You see what I'm saying? But if they don't do that, now they're a vigilante. Look how they treat you. Ever since you've been walking with God, 
You are a vigilante. Nobody understands you. Nobody cares to understand you. They don't want to see God's view from your perspective. You're not making sense until they need you, until they want you. But it's funny. It's funny. All the things you can learn by just being in isolation. The caveman, right? I used to think, where is the, where is the caveman in the Bible? Why, why, how, how do they talk about the caveman, but he's not in the Bible? And then you get explained about the new earth and the new Jerusalem. Going back to the ancient times, being transported to a new earth, a new land. You feel me? But when you first get there, you don't have all the necessities that you have now. So you go back to survival mode. You start with less until everything is transported for you to live off of. Just like when you go to a new house, you feel me? Everything is in boxes. So when you first get in that house, you may be sleeping on the floor or sleeping on the couch, depending on if the couch get there in time. You may be eating ramen noodles before you get the steak and all that other stuff. You eating pizza, you ain't really cooking because all your dishes are still in the box and you don't feel like unpacking them. You feel me? And the aliens are the ones that's dropping the stuff off to the new earth, but the caveman got to wait. That's how he already know about fire and all these things. And the way that they say a caveman talk, think about in biblical times, Hebrew, all these different languages. You feel me? Greek, Latin, English, Spanish. So it's like it starts making sense. And now you look at the world now and you see how God is really packing everything up, getting ready to move. That's why a lot of people are getting scared. Because sometimes when you move, you're moving away from people. You feel me? You're moving away from people. And that, that's, that's just the beauty of it. That's just a little, a little understanding. You start thinking about all these movies that ain't really movies but real life. You start thinking, well, if they could imagine that, hold up. There's no such thing as imagination. We could only create. What has already been created because there's nothing new under the sun. And because I'm getting all this understanding, I love isolation. It just gets boring sometimes. It gets boring sometimes, especially when the father got to go before me and leave me by myself. Not in the darkness. I'm still in the light, but it's still like where's somebody where, where everybody else at who's shining their light. And then you realize everybody who believe in God don't really believe in God. But because you understand God, because you've been running with God, it's like, I'm not even going to judge them. I get it. But I pray that they can get what I'm about to say out my mouth without judgment or being afraid. You feel me? I look at life like a marketplace. I don't know if y'all ever been to a flea market. You feel me? At the flea market, they got all these pop-up shops. Or they got all these different things that you could just walk around and be like, Wow. All these different foods, all these, you know what I'm saying, toys, all these different things, man. And that's how I look at life. Like, why are we afraid of embracing the things that God created? Just because it's different from, you know what I'm saying, the trace of how we lived our life when we grew up. Like, everything, they look at taboos as, as it being wrong. But I look at it like, okay, that's crazy. You feel me? That's crazy. They eat spiders and stuff. You feel me? People eating grasshoppers and stuff. And then you read the scripture and they out there eating locusts like we eat chicken nuggets. 
they throwing honey on the locusts like we throw barbecue sauce on our chicken nuggets. You feel me? And you like, wow. But you was raised to think that was disgusting. That's not the way of life. They're doing it wrong. And, ugh, I can't do that. But the people that were walking with God was really living like that. That was really living outside. Like, I be thinking to myself, like, we take a lot of things for granted. You feel me? A lot of things for granted. And it's like, that's like a slap to the face to God. Like, I created all this for y'all just to see what can be created to help you create things that you've never seen before that I already seen so you can enjoy it. And y'all slapping me in my face. You don't want to embrace the other versions of me that are also the other versions of you because you're afraid of you and that's why you're afraid of me. Like, why are we so afraid to embrace it? Why are we so afraid to embrace, embrace something new when we always looking for something new to keep us happy? You understand what I'm saying? Does it make sense? When God shows us something new, we get scared. We run from it. Not knowing that we ask God to show us something that's new. I'm tired of this old life. I need a new life. You feel me? And then he gives you a new life. And as you're walking through the wilderness, because of the old tarnished mind that he's trying to get you rid of, you start trying to run back. Trying to run back to them old friends that you asked God to expose to you. That's the funny thing to me. That was the funny thing to me because we all said that prayer. We all said it. Lord, expose anything that ain't for me and that's against me and remove it out of my life. And then you get shocked by the people he start removing. You like, wow, you too can't be. Nah. And then God brings you back to the times you wasn't paying attention to him. And he was giving you the warning signs that you wasn't paying attention to because you were so busy trying to be liked by people that didn't really like you anyway. You was trying to be accepted into a crowd that God didn't want you to be accepted in because you was made to be different. You was made to stand above it, but you wanted to be a part of it because you wanted to love it. And you like, wow, this can't be. And God said it really is. And then he just don't be removing the people that's against you. He start removing the people that's against him because now you stand with him. And because you stand with him, he got to only allow you around people that stand with him as well. And if they don't stand with him or don't want to be around him, he got to remove them too. So now you really like, God, God, these people were against me. He's like, no, nah, they wasn't against you, but they were against me. And, and you have to understand now, when you speak, you're not just speaking for you. You're speaking for me. Glory be to God. So now you sitting there in isolation asking these questions. Asking these questions. Getting these answers. But you're still afraid. I was still afraid to ask certain questions. You feel what I'm saying? Because I ain't want to get knocked back into bondage. I ain't want to get them chains that he took off of me back on me. Because I wanted to ask certain questions that I feel he would not give me access to. Not knowing that I already asked in the spirit. And then he exposed it to me to let me know, no, it's, all, it's okay. I answer all questions because I am truth. And if you want the truth and you seek the truth, then you will find it. Glory be to God. And now you're really sitting here 
God put you in isolation. Now you're running to another area of isolation like, low. I wasn't ready for that. I wasn't ready for that. And God's like, it's okay. Don't forget. I'm with you. Nothing can harm you. And then you get bold again. You feel me? Like, oh, yeah, you're right. I forgot. I was starting to get greedy. You see what I'm saying? You could get greedy with the truth, y'all. You could get greedy with the truth. My God. That's why he said even being wise is not healthy. Trying to be too wise is not healthy. Man, God's words do not contradict. Once you really start bringing it to life and you see it for what it really is. And that's why it's like, it's it's a funny situation, but then it's sad, right? Like, wouldn't, wouldn't you want somebody to talk to you about the truth without having to open the Bible, right? Like, I get it. It's, 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 it's good to, to read the Bible and make it a daily task, right? But in this world, people feel more secure with the person that needs the Bible and unsecure with the person that doesn't need the Bible and stands on the truth, right? They want the person that wants to make the test open book rather than the person that doesn't need the book for the test because they studied the right way, right? It's crazy. It's funny, but it's sad. And then you look at Christ who never opened the book because he became the word flesh. And the people that used to Bible thump the book, if they really read the book, they were seeing how he became flesh and embrace him. That's why I understand what time we living in and it's funny. It's funny. Anytime that I see somebody talking about God and embracing God and glorifying God, these same people that should be doing the same thing, they attack them. They attack them because they cannot believe that they understand something that they don't. And then you understand, like, they never been in isolation. They probably were the people that was called but didn't want to take the call in. You feel me? And it's just funny. It's just funny. You have all these emotions now, but you only choose one emotion, and that's love. And I'm so big on love now because it's like, I know how to love now. Because he taught me how to love, right? Man taught me how to be angry, how to be emotional about things that shouldn't even have my emotions going up and down because it's all vanity, right? Man had me fall in love with things that was a vanity. You feel me? My God, it's just something to think. It makes you just sit there and think like, I was really loving this stuff. I fell in love with the illusion and made reality become the illusion. When I see reality, I think I'm hallucinating. That's how they made me think. And it's like isolation is like rehab for a spiritual being, right? It's like rehab for the spiritual being that was called to be something greater, like the great almighty. Glory be to God. And then you come out of isolation 
you go back in the world and now you're trying to run away from the world because you desire isolation because the world does not understand what you understand so now life is reversed for you man glory be to god bro glory be to god sometimes being bored is a benefit sometimes being bored makes everything exciting you feel what i'm saying hopefully that makes sense to someone being bored gives you time to create and imagine things that you would never have imagined and that's what makes it exciting you have to be bored to think of what's not gonna make me bored no more you could even get bored of doing the same thing this is boring now and then you put yourself in self-isolation not knowing not knowing and everybody's like what's going on with you man nothing i don't know you're bored this is not just giving what it used to give me so i don't know i'm just not feeling it i'm just not and we do it subconsciously put ourselves in isolation so that's why i embrace isolation now that's why i embrace being bored when i see an opportunity to be bored i see an opportunity to create to manifest you feel me it's like a kid with crayons and a coloring book it's it's a beautiful situation i embrace isolation now i embrace isolation now because that means that god wants time with me and god wants me to make time for him and it's another wilderness that's going to train me up for the next level and the next area of salvation that he's bringing me it's a beautiful thing it's a beautiful thing and sometimes you have to get away from the beautiful people to see how real and beautiful the world really is glory be to god and i always been that way though i always been that way and i don't know why and that's one word i say i don't i would never i don't know why because we all do know why we just don't know how to explain it because we're trying to rush to explain it but we got to slow down so i'm gonna slow down you feel me i do know why god was training me up my whole life to get used to isolation when i was younger my brothers never wanted me to play with them every time they went outside they hurry up and run out there because i knew i couldn't run as fast as them and then i would have to end up coming back to the house you feel me they would try to sneak outside before i realized they was outside and that way i would have to get stuck in the house you feel me and after a while i stopped trying i stopped trying to even keep up with them i stopped trying to be concerned with them i started waiting for them to leave so i could have fun right and i remember this situation my but there were so many situations my brothers left they went outside they played and i started playing checkers by myself right i was playing checkers by myself kept playing checkers by myself having fun kinging myself skipping myself, just having fun because they never let me play checkers with them right and they made it look so fun so while they was gone i was playing checkers and i remember my brothers came back came back pushed me off the checkerboard started playing checkers and i'm like why y'all did that right they making this ruckus they making all this scene they making a drama scene my dad coming there my dad coming there now mind you i was already in isolation they was out there playing amongst the world you feel me 
They told my dad, they said, he ain't here messing up our checkerboard. We're trying to play checkers. My dad dragged me out that room and whooped me. You feel what I'm saying? Whooped me. Crazy. Crazy. They went outside again. This time I went outside, but I went in the backyard. And then my dad, he was in construction, you feel me? So he had wood and all this stuff. So I'm just building me, you know what I'm saying, this little clubhouse in my isolation, having fun. Was bored at one time, but I imagined, hey, this is what I could do. I could build me a clubhouse. They got wood. My daddy got nails and a hammer. I mean, my dad came back there. He said, don't lose my tools. You can use them, but don't lose my tools. I'm probably like six or seven. You feel me? Building me a little clubhouse. Couldn't wait to get the walls up and the roof on. It was like a little box. You feel me? And I said, when I get the roof on, I'm going to get me a little sandwich and some snacks from inside. Come out here with, a little, with my little books and stuff. You feel me? And just sit in my clubhouse with my little juice and vibe out in my isolation. Right when I got the top on there, here come my brothers in the back of the yard. I heard them before they came into the back of the yard. They're like, where Dave at? Where Dave at? I'm like, here they go. Here they go. They see this little clubhouse I made, man. Astonished that a six or seven-year-old kid made this, this clubhouse. They said, you made this all by yourself? I said, yeah. I was sweating everything. Ready to go inside, get my juice and my sandwich. Man, I left them in the back, went in there to get my little sandwich, my little juice, my little chips. Came back outside, they in there. They in my clubhouse. Took over my clubhouse. Upset. Upset. You feel me? Sitting in the front of the yard, crying, eating my little sandwich. Eating my little chips, sipping my little juice with tears in my eyes. Like, bro, I don't like this. Why every time I get it popping, they come and pop my bubble of fun? My whole life, it was like that, though. My whole life, it was like that, though. Every time I would put myself in isolation, get over my boredom and create, and then before I could enjoy it, here comes the destruction, the destructors. You feel me? After a while, I said, I got to fight back. I have to fight back. So while I was in isolation, instead of creating an uh, object, I was, I was building up the object God already gave me, my body. Man, I started working out. You hear me? They would leave me be. I'd be in the room doing push-ups. We all shared a room, so I had to wait till they left. I was in there doing push-ups, doing sit-ups. I took the milk cartons out the trash can, filled them up with water, took one of my dad's work poles, started doing, you feel me, working out. They ain't even understand. They're like, damn, you looking a little different. Yeah, because I was preparing for war while y'all was out there playing. Because I was tired of them taking my isolation. You feel me? I was tired of them taking what I imagined to be my happiness and turning it into their own. I was tired of them taking my energy and using it for their own, for their own gain. Man, started fighting back. Started getting respect. Now they started respecting my isolation. Now instead of just... Instead of just letting them come in my isolation and running it the way that they wanted it to, I would stop them at the door and be like, hey, don't come in here with that. Y'all know what it is. You feel me? Sometimes you got to fight for your isolation. Sometimes you got to fight for what makes you happy. And if isolation makes you happy, you got to stand for it. You got to make time for you. You got to make time for the things that you want to enjoy. You hear me? Me understand what I'm saying? It's all about you. And if you want it to be about everybody else, then you invite them. And they respect how you inviting them in, just like God does for us as we're walking through the wilderness.
He's inviting us into his salvation, what he created. We can't walk in there and do whatever we want inside his salvation, inside his clubhouse, inside something that he imagined to create to be his happy place. You feel me? It all makes sense. It all makes sense. That's why I embrace isolation now. I embrace the things that make me happy. And I fight against anybody that tries to take my joy, that tries to joy jack me. You feel me? It doesn't matter to me. But one thing I am going to do is I'm going to embrace my isolation. I'm going to embrace my boredom. I'm going to create. Glory be to God. And that's what I'm recommending to everybody. Embrace it all. Because that's where you gain understanding at. Embrace all the truth. So you can gain that wisdom in that area that you're lacking in. Run to God. Don't just walk. Because the minute that you run with God, He's going to show you how to slow down and enjoy this life that he created for you and me. Man, look, you better learn how to vibe high. You better learn how to vibe high at all times to the point where even when you vibe low, it's still a high vibe. Glory be to God, man.